Blog Talk Radio. show let's get it you know it's your boy little jimmy not from the block you know i got my he always said backwards but it's my co-host who that be hey this is dude uncle leroy I don't say the leroy without the junior kicking it with uh you know host little jimmy not from the block and look wait yeah, we uh, always this, have... it's not it's not a badass mr soft ass Tissue paper, y'all know him as Mr. Thursday night, Mr. Sunday night. He's gonna be Mr. Monday night after the Titans get that ass. Well, who that be, man? Why? Wow. What's well, it's your boy Mike Lowry, aka Mr. Every Night. Fuck what he talking about, What's good with you? Oh, man, just cooling, just cooling. Wait, where you call where you at now? I know every weekend is like, uh, I don't know where y'all be at. Y'all all over like Carmen San Diego. <laughs> uh, man, just a little light work, man. Took a little bus ride to Biloxi, you know what I'm saying, out here. About to get a little gamble, a little grub on, you know what I'm saying. Speaking of Biloxi, every time I come to this spot, we had to go ride today. I got to send a special fuck you to Lil Jimmy. 
because I still have flashbacks of how bad he did me the first time we came here. Ah, okay, okay, look I'm, You trying to fight them haters off I'm trying to fight my little ratchet dog off She trying to get on the show I'm like, she heard that <laughs> She heard that horn blowing in your background And she went bananas Man, it's always Your dog was barking Because Mike Lowry on the other end You know, dog speak dog Uh-oh <laughs> Oh, uh, but look, we're going to get this, uh, you know, get these picks going. You know, uh, if you're following along on Facebook, you know, I normally do an hour long with the show, so I'm going to chop it up in segments. So, uh, you know, hopefully it makes everyone, makes it easier for everyone to follow along. But in our sports talk with friends, minor league, we still got this dude, Brandon Super Team, antagonizing the league. And, you know, I'm very close to, uh, I think I might up the bounty on him. Because right now he's currently 7-0, but he's going up against, just put the tip in who's ranked number six. That game was not good coming out the door. So <laughs> I think this is going to be another week because uh, Brandon Super Team actually started Deshaun Watson in a stellar performance on Thursday night. So I think he's going to take the win in this one. Next game we have is 49ers Faithful. I'm still a little salty about that guy because uh, he put a whipping out on me. But it's all good. I'm going to get you back. Going against T.D. Kang. Just put a Kang on that. The Kang is here. So that should be a good game. Both of them, you know, played somebody on Thursday night. They could have done better. But 49ers faithful wasn't so faithful and started Houston. They underperformed. So I think that's going to be the difference maker in this game. I'm going to roll with T.D. Kang. Next game we have. Our 11th place uh, opponent going against our number two opponent. Down by a diva versus steak tacos. I know what that means. It's tacos de asada. So he got Patrick Mahomes. And if you haven't been uh, convinced right now that that young fella is the truth, it's going to be another showing. So I think uh, he's going to win this one with these. It might be uh, the blowout of the week, but we really don't count blowout of the weeks in the minor league, but big blowout of the week. Next game we have uh, Lil Jimmy's favorite hated uh, <laughs> hated rival. The champ is here going against. Uh oh, someone get the broom. Oh, okay, that's you, huh, Smoke? All right, you're projected to. Uh, you might win this one after that. You know that smart move of starting King and Drake and Danny Amendola. So you know what? I'm gonna roll with you this week. I think you're gonna take the win. Next game we have Eighth Wall Animals against Tailored Hoot at you. She was called out in a uh, group earlier, like, hey, where you been? Where you been? But now she can't get in, so it's all good. I think uh, that would be an easy win for uh, Eighth Ward Animals to come up with a victory. Next game we have is, yeah, Kissing Cousins going up against Hoppy Hopkins. I seen you, uh, <laughs> Mr. Hoppy Hopkins, trying to get you some points off of that stellar uh Called back catch by DeAndre Hopkins, but, you know, just another day in the office for me. I think Kissing Cousin will come out the victor in this game, as many more. And that wraps it up for the Sports Talk with Friends minor league uh, pick, Saturday picks for uh, Sports Talk with Friends, Fantasy Inside Live. Next uh, league we have is the Florida League League, and none other than what? Sports Talk with Friends Badass going to do, uh, do the pick, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's jump right into it. We're going to start at the top with the number one CU Hate Me 
going against this number six seed, Chapo Bounty Hunter. So Chapo, he, he got off to a right start, starting Lamar Miller, but for some reason he can't get his quarterback situation figured out, leaving Deshaun Watson on the bench this week. We'll come back to hurt him. I got you hate me. Still letting that bounty rise. Going with the victory this week where you hate me. In the second game, we got the number seed, number two seed, who them, going against the 10 seed, Kissing Cousin. Kissing Cousin shot him out. Started Kenyon Drake this Thursday night, and it paid off for him. And that's going to continue to carry him on the victory. I got Kissing Cousin pulling off the win against who them. The next matchup, we got the three seed, a.k.a. Mike Lowry, a.k.a. Jason Bourne this week. Going against the recruit. The recruit recruited the wrong one. Shout out to DeAndre Hopkins starting the game off right for uh, Jason Bourne. And they ain't going to do nothing but lead on to a possible blow out of the week victory. I got Jason Bourne for the victory. Next matchup we got, Tory Seagull. And uh, as Uncle Leroy said, the Mahomes train is a real ride to jump on. And I'm riding this one. I got Victoria Seagull with the victory, even though Yahoo has as an uh, underdog. Next matchup, we have the seventh seed, got him coach, going against the 14th seed in insane asylum. All I'm going to say is this guy's 14th place for a reason. He's going to stay there. Got him coach with the victory. Next matchup, we have a game that should be blacked out, but I'm going to speak on it only because I got the privilege of beating this trash next week. We got the nine seed going to breeze right by you, going against number 12. That's all you got. All I'm going to say is that's all you got. Got a lot of issues and a lot of empty players. So, it's going to breeze right by. You're going to get a victory. It's going to be a cheap victory. But you're going to get a victory going into the ass when he's going to take next week. And finally, we got the 11 c 2 trail going against 13 c Adam Up. That game has been blacked out for purposes that is not relevant to nobody or anybody that's playing. With that being said, that's the Florida League picks by your boy, Leo Truth and Mike Lowry. And we're going to move on to the big league with Little Jimmy should have left him on the block. Well, I will leave you on the block after I beat that ass next week, but that's another story for another day. So we're going into our week eight. Who that? The Bounty Hunters picks. So the standing so far for our big league is that two undefeated teams, Daddy Daycare, Breeze Nuts, respectively one and two. And we are still got one team that is winless, your boy in them. He's 0 and 7. And our playoffs are only separated from the 8th and ninth seed by matters of points scored this year. So going to the Week 8 matchups, we have number one seed, Daddy Daycare versus the Chap is here. I'm going to take Daddy Daycare over the – I'm sorry, the Chump is here. I'm sorry about it. It's disrespectful. Uh, number two, we got Breeze Nuts, uh, who actually put up 74.96 points with Deshaun Watson and 13 from Houston defense. Going up against Team Life Support, you know he's going to be on some life support to get his ass whooping again this week. I know last week he did do a little something, but that won't carry over to this week. Third seed in our league, we have Team Orlando Rambunctious going up against Mr. Roethlisberger and Fries, our very own commission himself. Commission came out the gate using Will Fuller before he got hurt, uh, possibly for the season. And uh, I think he's still going to ride the train and get the victory this week. But the Robin take Wasserberger and Fries, the six seed over the three seed this week. Now number four seed, Chris Kenobi is going into a game with our tenth seed, Tara Manuin. Mm. I believe that he will be tearing Mr. Ob Chris Kenobi's a new one, getting twenty five from Devontae Parker. I remember that Mr. 
Michael Alvarez talked about Devontae Parker earlier in the season, but I think right now in this week eight, he's going to help Tam a new one defeat our fourth seed, Obi Chris Kenobis. Our fifth seed, Mr. Turndown for Watermaster, as myself, is going against our 13th seed, Survival of the Fit. Survival of the Fit got 28 points from Lamar Miller. I got to make an ugly face when I say that. Like, uh, you got 28 from Lamar Miller, but at the end of the day, it won't be enough. I believe that Myself turned off for what will defeat survival of the fit. We talked about number six seed, Rockets, Book and Fries. Number seven, who's that man's mama? Going against our 11 seed, the chosen one. I'm going to go with the Yahoo projection here. I think the chosen one will get the chosen one victory. Team is not that bad. Like, he's been making a couple of moves. Plus, it helps to have Mitch, uh, the, uh, Hopkins and Drake give you 57 points on Thursday night. I'm going to take the chosen one. Our 11th seed over Who's That Man's Mama, our 7th seed. Number 8, something spectacular is going to play your boy in them. Your boy in them right now is uh, our still our winless team. I think he still continues to be winless. Something spectacular with the victory. We have our number 9, the Trump is here. Number 10, Terra New One. 11, the Chosen One. 12, Life Support. 13, Survival of the Fit. And our last one, your boy in them. That's all we have for this week. And uh, back on to the commission, man. Hey, look, <laughs> I was had uh, I had a technical difficulties with our camera on Facebook uh, live, so <laughs> I'm still trying to get it together. But while I'm about to get this together, we about to hit the Sean Payton and uh, take this quick break. And this should do with Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior kicking with my host. And you know, as always, you know we're gonna be right back.
Hey, and we are back. Look, this should do Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy. If you can't say the Junior, don't say the Junior without the Leroy. And we back from this break, getting ready for our Fantasy Insight Live Star Sit and Flex segment. And I can't do it without my host. Who that be? Whoa, Lil Jimmy. Not from the block. Not from the block. And uh, none other than uh, Sports Talk with Friends. Badass. Who that is? Oh, I think look, I think he needs his uh I think he needs his music, his intro music. It's it's it's, it's Mr. Soft, Tissue Paper, Mike Lowry, Mr. Thursday night, Mr. Sunday night. I help him out for a minute. <laughs> but uh seem like he didn't drop off the show. I'm kinda uh glad I'm not the only one experiencing these Saturday you know, these Saturdays we're gonna call them technical difficulties. <laughs> So we're gonna give him a, a few you know, a few moments to get right back in. You know, I think we're gonna hit the uh Sean Payton on him. Give him a little a little time to get back.
Hey, I'm telling you, look, as a Saints fan, as a New Orleans <coughs> native, I am telling you, second line gets me going. That beats me. That beats the fold this moment. But look, this should do Uncle Leroy. Don't say Leroy without the junior. Kicking with my host. Who that is? Yeah, little Jimmy. Not from the block. Right. Look. Hey, and this, we about to get it popping with our next segment, our Star Sit and Flex uh, segment. So we couldn't find uh badass. Hopefully he didn't get arrested or something. You know, we heard him and you know heard a lot Probably of background did. noise. Probably <laughs> did. That's good. That's good if you did. Trying to, trying to steal trying to steal them nickel candies out the store, man. He need a, he he down bad for that. <laughs> but look, we about to get our uh second first game on. So first game we got Philadelphia Eagles at Jacksonville Jaguars. So who you going to start sitting flexing this game? Carson Wentz, Wendell Smallwood, Chloe Clement, Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson, well, Nelson Aguilar, Zach Ertz, and on the Jacksonville side, we have Blake Bortles, TJ Yeldon, Carlos Hyde, Dante Moncrief, and uh, Keelan Cole. Who you going to start sitting flexing this one? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Carson Wentz. I believe that... Uh... He's going to have a big game. They're up in London versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville has a looking team defensively, so I believe they're going to do very well in the air. So if he's throwing that ball, I do believe Alshon Jefferson will be the one to come down with it. I even start Nelson. I flex at Nelson Aguilar this week. But uh, my sleeper for the Philadelphia side will be Dallas. Go Gardner. I have it in the back. I'm tight at Ertz. Is still going. I will still start Ertz. But I will also give Dallas some consideration also because he has been doing his thing this week. Uh, for the Jacksonville side, the only person I'm going to start right now is T.J. Yeldon. He is getting touches. I can't say much else besides that. Blake Bortles looks like trash. We got Corey <laughs> Kessler in a two-quarterback lead. You know, even throw him in there because he might just have to come out and play some more uh, more minutes this week also. Hmm. All right, cool. Like, I'm t- I seen a, uh, an article earlier this week where Blake Bortles was just pretty much just sad and soft. He was like, oh, why is it when we win, you know, we got all these wins, he doesn't get them credit. Like, dude, what kind of credit you want? You sound like a loser. Win. So, I think, you know, I'll put him out for a sleeper, but only because Philadelphia's uh, past, you know, their secondary is kind of suspect, but definitely want to start Carson Wentz. Wendell Smallwood, I would flex him only because of the volume, because, you know, of course, Corey Clements is uh, tapping into his uh, workload, but the definite start is Alshon Jeffries. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, I'm not too big on him, only because it's the Jaguars' defense. So, Zach Ertz, definitely got to start Zach Ertz. Uh, Blake Bortles, if I got to sit him, you know, because there's no flex in the quarterback, I'll sit him. <laughs> and flex uh, TJ Yeldon. Carlos Hyde, mm, I think he might steal him a goal line touch, but uh, Philadelphia's front seven is pretty good. So, I'll definitely be aware of him. Keelan Cole, can't, you know, none of those. Jaguars defense. I mean defense. I mean <laughs> none of those Jaguars receivers I would actually I'm too fond of, so at most they'll get a flex consideration. Make sure y'all uh pay attention because that game is uh, scheduled to start early out there in London. So the next day we have eight thirty central time. Right. Eight thirty. Make sure right. you set your line up now because I'm a fun fun fact. I'm sitting at work uh, last Sunday morning. Uh, let me turn on NFL Network. Okay, let me watch it. Melvin Gordon out. What you mean, Melvin Gordon out? Man, what you what, what, what you tripping mm-hmm. off? 8.30 game. <laughs> Melvin Gordon didn't play. He had a hamstring injury going into London. 
he didn't get a chance to play. But, you know, if you're not up and looking at your fantasy lineup, fantasy insight shows and everything, you would have missed it. I would have started him. I won I won one in one of my games last week. I was able to, you know, suffice one thing that he one team without him, but the other one I couldn't. So, you know, you need to be up tomorrow early to watch the inactives going into London. Right. Big fact, because that hurt a lot of people, uh, you know, starting him and he was actually out. So definitely gotta pay yeah. attention or you would pay to pay attention. So however you wanna do it. So next <laughs> game we got uh, Denver Broncos at Kansas City Chiefs. So this is definitely going to be a good game. So what are you going to do with uh, Case Keenum, Phillip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, uh, Devontae Booker, that three-headed monster reminds me of one uh, of back in the day that Detroit, not Detroit, but Denver used to have. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas. And on the Chiefs side of the ball, we have Patrick Mahomes, Kendrick, Kareem Hunt, Tariq Hill, Sammy Watkins, and of course, um, Travis Kelsey. So we're gonna start sitting flexing this game. Let's 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 start on uh, Kansas City side. Kansas City has uh they're six and one right now, seven games. They never had a bad game offensively. The defense is kind of suspect. So as always, you know we're gonna keep the quarterback in there, Mahomes, along with Kareem Hunt, that somebody <clears throat> somebody had last week beat my ass with. But uh. <laughs> Then we also have with the receivers. You know, we start everybody on Kansas City side. On Denver side, only two people I'm looking at is Emmanuel Sanders and uh, not Roy Freeman, uh, mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay. Those two. Roy Freeman's kind of banged up right now. Philip Lindsay will be getting the carries. He will do his thing with it. I would start the quarterback, but I wanted to start Andy Dalton last week also. But as you see, Kansas City makes you – the way they beat you, they beat you psychologically. They put up so many points to make you feel as if you have to throw the ball and come back. And once that happens, you become one-dimensional. Their cornerbacks will take you to come up, and they get some picks. So two people on Denver side, Emmanuel Sanders, Philip Lindsay, and everybody on Kansas City side. Hmm. Uh, dilly, dilly. <laughs> I agree with you on that one because, uh, you know, we got to start everyone on the Kansas City side. They're, they're offensive too explosive. And then they got, you know, arguably the best young, <coughs> excuse me, quarterback throwing the ball to him. So, with Patrick Mahomes. So, you definitely got to start everyone on their side. Case Keenum, only if you're in a desperate situation, like we're in a two-league, two-quarterback league. So, of course, you got to start him. But Phillip Lindsay and Emmanuel Sanders are the only two that I would confidently say to start those in this game. So, I definitely agree with you on that one. So, next game we have – is Cleveland Browns, oh, this is a slugfest. Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh, well, at Pittsburgh Steelers. So, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubbs, or however you pronounce his name, Duke Johnson, Jarvis Landry, Antonio Callaway, um, Damian Ratley. Where are these kids getting these names from? And David Njoku. And on the Steelers side, we have Ben Roethlisberger, James Conner, man, it's just crazy not seeing Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell go to work. Uh, James Conner, Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster. That just sound like an anime person or something. Vance uh, yeah, McDonald. Really. So what are you going to do with those guys? Okay, I'm, I'm piggybacking off with the first thing that happened this season, the first game of the season, which ended in the tie. So on the so – I'm going to start on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh side, I'm going to start Ben Roethlisberger. He's going to throw the ball. Last game versus Cleveland, they threw the ball 41 times. 
He's going to throw it. I believe the number one receiver in this game will be Smith-Schuster. Number two, Antonio Brown, I believe both of those are my starts, as along with James Conner. And his Conner's also my start. So those four will be the ones I'm starting for sure. Uh, I won't see nothing bad happen with Baker Mayfield. He really hasn't done nothing too extravagant, but he also hasn't let people down this year. So I'm going to start Baker Mayfield. Nick Chubb is becoming a must-start running back every week. He's been doing his thing. I sucked that uh, I traded him away to anybody but Mike Lowry. It sucks that yeah. I did that. I believe Jarvis Landry is going to have a big game also. It's a rivalry game. I believe it's going to be low scoring. But in the AFC North, comparison to other places, this is going to have a lot of yards, but not a lot of scores. So I'm going to say Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb. We're going to even do a Joku on that side also. And for the Pittsburgh side, once again, two, run, uh, two receivers, along with James Conner and Ben All right, cool, cool. I can't go. I can't go against you on any of those picks. Um, definitely, you know, Vance McDonald. If you're looking for, uh, if you're in a tight spot for a tight end, I give him, you know, about maybe about five, five points at most. But on the Brown side, Nick Chubbs, they like him. You know, they 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 went. You know, they did that. They got rid of uh, Carlos High for a reason. So I think that they're going to make him successful in order and with his success become big. You know, come Baker Mayfield's success. But the biggest question is who to start after Jarvis Landry at uh, receiver. So definitely give uh, Antonio Callaway the nod on that for flex consideration. So next game we have Washington Redskins at the New York Giants, a team that's in disarray. Like. I'm thinking that they're starting to do uh, employ this whole Oakland Raiders. Uh, was it Tony? What Gruden? Whatever his name is. Yeah, what's his name? Yeah. John Gruden. Yeah, John just Gruden. you just trade everyone else. Just trade everyone off. You you won't go. You go. You go. You go. Like I don't know what they're doing, but we appreciate y'all for uh, that Eli Apple. So on the Washington side, we have Alex Smith. We have Adrian Peterson, Chris Thompson, Josh Doxson, Paul Richardson, and of course Jordan Reed at tight end. And on the Giants side, we have Eli Manning, Saquon Barkley, Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, and Evan Ingram. So what are you going to do on this side with this game on either side? I'm I'm, going to start with Washington. Washington, only person I'm looking to start is Adrian Peterson, but you also give some flex consideration to Kareem Bibbs. Kareem Bibbs was actually the second, if not tied, for yardage receiver last week. With Jordan Reed, you know, Alex Smith didn't throw the ball as much. That's what they really don't do in Washington. They're more so of a run-first offense, so I will start Adrian Peterson for sure. I'll give Kareem Bibbs some consideration. I won't start Alex Smith. And I, I mean, if I, anybody you start on the offensive side, in terms of receivers and tight ends, it will be Jordan Reed. I will start Jordan Reed. Also, Jordan Reed, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of him, but who else is to catch the ball over there in Washington besides him and Bibbs? Uh, on the Giants' side, Giants really hasn't been doing much this year. They've been playing from behind a lot. That means they're going to throw the ball. So, for myself, Saquon Barkley is a must-start. He's always a must-start this year, along with Odell Beckham Jr. I believe he's going to do something. But give some flex consideration to Sterling Shepard. They're at home. I believe they're going to throw the ball. I don't believe they're going to beat Washington. But I believe it'll be closer than what people think. So, we're going to go Saquon Barkley, Odell Beckham, with a flex consideration to Sterling Shepard, Jordan Reed, Adrian Peterson and the flex consideration of Kareem Bibbs. Hmm. Bibbs was uh, he wasn't even on my radar. So with the Redskins side of the ball, and I think this game gonna be pretty much what they what their uh, both of their teams are leaning or well they're best at, and that's running the ball. So Alex Smith sit him, 
Peterson flex him only because you know they got too many hands and too many uh, hands to get the ball out there at uh, Washington Redskins. But besides that, you sit everyone else on the Giants side. I think I've given up on uh, Mr. Eli Manning and his team. So I think that his ball, you know, his whole role in this game is going to be like him, him, get a ball off to Saquon Barker. That's all they're going to do. And my had that occasional trick play to where Zodell Beckham throws another touchdown. But after that, flex at at most any of their uh, any of their players on this team, only because I think that they're going to play it safe and just run the ball. Next game we have Seattle Seahawks at Detroit Lions. So I think this is going to be a slugfest right here. So on the Seattle side, we have Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, and it sounds like I don't know if y'all can hear it, but Girlie Parker back there, she's singing along with the uh, with the picks. But we got Chris Carson at running back, Mike Davis, Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett, Nick Vanette at tight end. If you uh, you know for those that definitely need needing a, a tight end. And on the Lions side, we have Matthew Stafford, Kerryon Johnson. We had a big game last week. Uh, LeGarrett, LeGarrett Blunt, Golden Tate, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, and Mitchell Roberts. So who are you going to start sitting flex in this one? So uh, I'm going to go both for the quarterbacks. We're going to go Russell Wilson and Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford had a pretty decent game last week. So, uh, 18 completion for 217 yards. I believe that's damn good, you know, doing stuff like that. Uh, for both of the, I, I won't start no running back for Seattle. I'm not believing in them yet. I know Chris Carson is pretty decent, but I won't start him. Maybe flex considerations at that. People that are coming into their own, Carrion Johnson, Carrion Johnson, and Legarrette Blunt. I was a big Legarrette Blunt fan uh, per draft time, but that was a little bit too early. Right now, at this uh, point of the season, they actually give him more carries. Last week he went ten rushes for 50 yards with a touchdown. They're giving him more as the weeks go by. So I'm starting both Carrion Johnson and LeGarrette Blunt. In terms of the receivers, everybody looked at Marvin Jones Jr. and Golden Tate, thinking those are going to be their top receivers. But even last week, there wasn't. I will give both of those flex considerations. That I believe that the Detroit Lions offense is coming into form, and they're spreading the ball out. So I believe it's kind of hard to pick uh, any receiver over there. But if you do have Golden Tate, Marvin Jones Jr., I would give them flex considerations. On the Seattle side in terms of receivers, I believe it's Tyler Lockett's turn. I believe this time is over. He was doing very well with Doug Baldwin was out, but they had a bye week last week. And I think that momentum is now ceased. So the only receiver that I'm going to start is Doug Baldwin. Oh, man. I was listening. You got my ear standing up because I'm a Tyler Lockett owner, so – you know, and to your point, you know, I think so. You know, they that bye week actually gave Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin that time to get that cohesiveness back again that they, you know, that they've grown, that everyone knows that they have. So I'm definitely going to start Doug Baldwin and possibly flex, um, you know, use flex consideration for Tyler Lockett. And Russell Wilson, he's a, he's multi, you know, he's multidimensional. So he's he can beat you in the air. He can beat you with the ground. He can beat you with the schemes. So I'm going to still start him. Chris Carson, they're going to feed him the ball. I like him. I'm a Chris Carson owner, so I think he's, you know, I'm going to definitely start him. Mike Davis, uh, flex at most. Might, might steal a few touches. Uh, might steal a few breakaways, but I'm going to start Chris Carson. Nick Vanette, sit him at tight end. And on the Detroit side, 
you can't. How you gonna sit uh, Matthew Stafford? You know, definitely start him. You know, but keep an expect a low expectation because he is going up against a pretty good defense in the uh, Seattle Seahawks. So you know, they've been surprisingly good. But carry on Johnson. Want to flex him and Garrett Blunt? You know, uh, I had him in the beginning. I don't. I think that. Uh, the tide has turned, and it's going to be uh, on Johnson's backfield. So he might steal a few breakaways like he did last week. So at most, I'll flex him. Golden Tate, flex. I've been uh, hot on Galladay since the draft. Get him. Start him. But, you know, start him with expectations. And Marvin Jones, I don't think he's good. And I don't even know who Michael Roberts is, so sit him. <laughs> but next game we have Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Cincinnati Bengals. On the Buccaneers side, I want the Bucks to lose just just because they're in the NFC South and I represent the New Orleans Saints. But we got Jameis Winston, uh, Ronald Jones, Peyton Barber, Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, Chris Godwin, uh, O.J. Howard, Cameron Brake. On the Bengals side, we have Andy Dalton, Joe Mixon, A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, DJ Uzama. 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 I like the way that. Uzama. <laughs> so what are you going to do on this uh, in this game? He's going to start sitting flex. On the Tampa Bay side, surprisingly, I'm not, I, don't, I can't see the start anybody, but O.J. Howard, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. And the only reason why, I believe it, it, won't, be as, uh, it won't be a slugfest as everybody. They believe it is in Cincinnati. And the only way Winston gets yards is if he throws the ball. I.e., he threw the ball 52 times last week for only 365 yards. But, you know, he was also the leading rusher. So I'm not starting no running back in Tampa Bay. Uh, this is a running back by committee out there. His favorite target is Chris Godwin. His big heavy hitters, Deshaun Jackson will not do well with uh, James Winston. Hence why he was repping for the, the other quarterback to stay in there because he know he was right. getting touches. We have Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a big receiver. He is a, you know, it's a go, throw it up, I'm going to get it type of receiver. That's why I believe you start him every week. O.J. Howard, you know, I think that's his favorite tight end in comparison to Cameron Brake. So we got Mike Evans, O.J. Howard, Chris Godwin. Not that Chris Godwin is James West's favorite receiver. And for Cincinnati, oh, man, it's kind of hard. I don't, I'm not going to start Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, I believe, is oh. going, he's declining. I was big on him in the beginning of the season, but as you see with their record right now going forward, they haven't been doing well, especially since it's like he got hurt last week while they were playing Kansas City. They're actually 4-3 and three right now. So for Cincinnati, the only people I will be starting is Joe Mixon for sure. And we'll also be setting A.J. Green and I'm going to give Tyler Boyd. Uzuma, I won't give Uzuma any uh, <laughs> I won't give him any consideration only because you know, he, he hasn't been doing it. He might get a touchdown, but he won't get you no yards. AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon for Cincinnati side. Hmm. All right, cool. So I'm going, you know, you start all their skill players, all their players that they've been doing on the Bengals side. Andy Dalton, Joe Mixon, AJ Green, Tyler Boyd. Beyond that, sit them. On the Bucks side, James Winston, you know, I wasn't a fan of his because I had uh, Fitz Magic and he had all the magic at the time. So James Winston is finally coming along. So you got to start him. I am so upset at the uh, the backfield. I'm not starting anyone. I won't even you know I won't even say their name. So don't do anything with them. 
James Winston, you know, like you said, little Jimmy, he's the only way that they're going to score through the air. So he's going he's gonna to get the ball thrown to whom? Mike Evans, biggest target. So I think, you know, you got to get it to him and Chris Godwin, which is his favorite target. And, of course, you know, I, I'm an O.J. Howard owner, so you definitely want to start him. Besides that, you know, you got to sit the rest of the team or at most limit your expectations to flex considerations. So, all right, cool, cool. Next game we have is New York Jets at – Look, I was talking about the New York Jets last night. <laughs> yeah, wait, didn't the Pelicans beat the Jets last night? Didn't the Pelicans beat the Jets last night? Never mind, don't worry about yes, it. Yes, the Pelicans beat the Jets, yes. <laughs> the Pelicans beat the Jets last night. I was like, man. So, this uh, on the Jets side, on the actual New York Jets side, we got Sam Darnold, Isaiah Crowell, Jermaine Curse, Chris Herndon. And on the Chicago side, we have Mitchell Trubisky, Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, and Trey Burton at tight end. So we're going to start sitting flexing this game. So I want everybody to listen to what I say right now. For the Jets, give consideration to this the running back nobody heard of, Trenton Cannon. I went and picked him up. Trenton Cannon last week led, led the receiving core, receiving core, not just backfield, in – Reception yard. Sam Donald has found him a new target, and that is mainly because Isaiah Crowell is out for the season. Is it Crowell or Powell? I believe it's uh, Powell. Okay, Powell, Powell. Powell is out for the season, so Corell is going to be their main back. Because Chicago is not going to work regardless. He's going to get the carries. <laughs> the carries are there, but he's not going to get the yards. But look for Trenton Cannon to have a big game in the receiving area. Now, the receivers that they have over there, the only one they have is Robbie Anderson. But let's look at last week. I'm not sure. I know Chicago doesn't have the cornerback that Minnesota does, but Robbie Anderson had 10 targets last week and only caught three of them things. So the only right. person I'm looking at right now is, I'm sorry, Trenton Cannon. That's the only one looking for the Jets. I'm not saying the Jets not going to score points, but I believe that in terms of yardage, maybe even a touchdown, Trenton Cannon will be that guy to do the things that he got to do. And for Chicago side, as I've always, I'm, I'm not starting Chicago defense. I'm not doing that because Chicago defense has been giving up points lately. The sacks will be there. The turnovers may I possibly be there. But for Chicago's offense, we have to start. We, we got, I'm on the Trubisky train. Hey, uh, Nabisco, uh-huh. Trubisky, whatever you want to call it, let's go Trubisky train. <laughs> I'm going to start him this week. I think he's coming into his own. He's starting to play the um, top-tier people like Tom Brady and things like that, so he's learning how to manage the game. Plus, he's a running quarterback. Last week, he had 81 yards on six rushes. So, uh, I recently want to start Tariq Cohen over Jordan Howard, and I'm still going to ride that train going uh-huh. forward. Look for Trey Burton. Trey Burton's going to have a big game this week. Trey Burton's been doing his thing. He's starting to become the favorite target of Mr. Trubisky. And, uh, wow, I did want to pick up Allen Robinson. I picked him up, but I traded with Mr. Mike Lowry for him. I'm hoping he have a big game. So, for Chicago, we'll go Trubisky, Tariq Cohen. Just give John Howard, since he's the starting running back, and give him some consideration, along with uh, Trey Burton and Allen Robinson. Hmm. All right, cool. So, you know, on the Jets' side, I think Sam Donald's going to surprise everyone. So, you know, I think he's going to surprise everyone actually get, like, 15 points. <laughs> so definitely want to sit him, limit your uh, expectations on any of those skilled players. But like you said, I've seen you pick up that uh, sneaky uh, running back, what, Connell? That's his name? Connor. 
something like that. It started with a C. But definitely want to uh, – I think that will be the only one because he'll be coming out the back. He'll be Sam Darnold's safety net. So if he doesn't score for him, there won't be any other way that Sam Darnold or, or the New York Jets score this game. So on the Chicago side, of course, I'm riding that Trubisky train. Uh, start him. Uh, I'm going to say flex both of them because – the Jets. The Jets not they don't have a, that bad of a defense. So I think you want to flex uh Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen and Trey Burton. I'll be the only receiver, but she's a tight end that I would start on the uh Chicago side. So oh, and, Ty, and Taylor Gabriel, of course you want to flex him. On the next game we have Baltimore Ravens at Carolina Panthers. On the Ravens side we have Joe Flacco, Alex Collins. Javarius Allen, John Brown, uh, Michael Crabtree, Willie Sneed. And on the Panther side, we have Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey, Devin Funches, DJ Moore, and Greg Olson. So, Lil Jim, who are you going to start sitting flexing this one? So, Baltimore. They, uh, man, I believe in Alex Collins so much. Talking that, I'm gonna be a thousand yard back this year. Mr. Alex Collins has, <laughs> if I'm mistaken, he has no more than 500 yards in eight games this year, like or maybe seven. They had a bye week, but at the end of the day, I I can't start him. I can't start the running back. The only person I will be starting, John Brown, possibly Flacco too, because it's gonna be a passing type of game. Alex Collins does get the rushes, but at the end of the day, he don't do nothing with him. So what am I supposed to do with that? So I'm going to go with John Brown, maybe Michael Crabtree with less consideration. I can go with uh, Joe Flacco if, if, and only if, if it's the fifth, we all be drunk if you need a quarterback. On Carolina <laughs> side, Cam Newton's going to start, both running and throwing the ball, along with Christian McCaffrey, although he had a bad game last week running the ball. He did catch six passes with 51 yards throughout the air. Uh, we'll be starting him. Devin Funches is becoming a man of his own. I know me and Mr. Mike Lowry have been going back and forth about this, but uh, only three people have been caught passes from Cam Newton in the red zone. Calvin Benjamin, not there no more. Olsen mm-hmm. kind of banged up Devin Funches. Devin Funches continue to do his thing. I will be starting him, and I'll be starting Olsen also. Olsen was always the must-start because he's uh, Cam Newton's, if not favorite, the second favorite target. Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey, Devin Funches, and we have Greg Olsen. Oh, all right, all right. So, but... This is the Baltimore Ravens defense, and I don't think, you know, they, they may bend, but they don't break. So I think that this week I would actually uh, sit Christian McCaffrey or at most flex him because they're going to be on him because they know that's his only uh, – they want Cam Newton to beat them, not Christian McCaffrey. So I'll hey, start you know with – I'll pick it back there. I'll pick it back. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'll pick it back there too because oh, Kamara last week, Kamara did 17 rushes. You know, although Ingram only got 12, but Kamara can do nothing in the air. So, although right. McCaffrey might get the yards, he won't get none in the air. So, right. I mean, he won't get none on the ground. Yeah. On so. the ground. Right, right. That's so, right. Yeah. You got to definitely uh, temper your expectation with that. But, you know, Cam Newton's a must start. Greg Olson's a must start. And Devin Funches is a must start. Like, you got to start him. That's who he's throwing the ball to. Joe Flacco. Hmm. You know, I think he's going to get his garbage time points because this is going to be a th- uh, passing game because I think that Baltimore is going to take the run out of Carolina. So, and Alex, Alex Collins, Javaris Allen, you cannot trust either one of those guys. But if you're in that situation to make that 
to make that decision, I think you're already losing. <laughs> so it really wouldn't matter. But out of the receivers, y'all, you know, I would only start John Brown, uh, Michael Crabtree, Flex, Willie Sneets, uh, Flex. And any of the uh, tight ends at Baltimore, I would sit this week. Next game, we have Indianapolis Colts at Oakland Raiders. So on this game, uh, on the Colts side, we have Alex Luck. Alex, good night. <laughs> uh, Andrew Luck, Marlon Mack, who came on big uh, this past week, Naheem Hines, T.Y. Hilton, Chester Rogers, Grandfam, had to, you know, for those that are following, on, uh, following along on the Facebook live feed, uh, Eric Ebron, and uh, I don't know if there's been some sightings of Jack Doyle, but, you know, we'll save that for next week. Um, on the Raiders' side, we have Derek Carr, Doug, Mar- Doug Martin, Jalen Richards. This should be a, you know, tough decision right here on this on the Raiders' side. We have Jordy Nelson. That is crazy. There's no Amari Cooper there. And we have Martavis Bryant, Seth Roberts, and their tight end, uh, Jared Cook. So who you gonna start sitting flexing this hard decision? So we looking at Marlon Mack. Everybody's looking at him for doing his thing with the coach right now. I think he did a great thing that he did last week. But I would start him only if he's playing. I need y'all to realize that he is injured right now. So in the morning when you do mm-hmm. your homework, make sure that he continue to play tomorrow. Because if he's not playing, he won't do the same thing tomorrow because he won't be able to. He won't be on the field. Andrew Luck. Was 17 for 23 last week for only 156 yards with four touchdowns. Not exactly sure he's going to repeat that performance this week, although Oakland's secondary is suspect. But I, I will ride with the Andrew Luck train, Marlon Mack if he's playing. Carlos Rogers actually had a pretty decent week last week, but I won't start him this week. I will go back to T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton had only he had four targets. He caught all four of those targets for only 25 yards, but two of those targets were touchdowns. He's, uh, he's getting back into form coming off his injury. So we're going to go with Andrew Luck, Marlon Mack, and T.Y. Hilton. I'm not going to go on the Ebron train. I'll give him a flex consideration this week if you don't have another tight end. And I only say that because we have Collins Rodgers coming into form along with T.Y. Hilton being back. He had the targets last week. He led the team in targets, but he only caught three of them things last week versus a, a terrible Buffalo uh, defense. And for Oakland, damn. Can we name somebody who plays for Oakland? <laughs> That's what I say for that because uh, coming off a of bye week last week, we don't know what Oakland's going to do. You know, they got rid of their top receiver last week. Everybody wants to look at Jordan Nelson stepping up and uh, what's the other receiver that they had? Uh, oh, Matavius Bryant. The only person I would look at, this is what I would do. I would pick up Doug Martin and I would hold him and not play him and see what he's doing tomorrow versus terrible coach Russian defense. If he does well, I'll play him going forward. If not, drop any and everybody you have on Oakland's team. If you <laughs> know who they have. Uh, be like Gruden and trade away. You don't know, John Gruden doesn't know what he's doing. So, <laughs> Man, that is crazy. And, you know, and if you're following along, if for those that's following along in the group and been active, we actually posted a post about Doug Martin's Workout, and you know he's trying to prove these haters wrong. But you know, if any time to do it, it'll be this week. So to your point, if he doesn't do it this week, huh? Bury your team, because I'm one who picked him up because I was a fan of his. And uh, when he was at at the Bucks in Tampa Bay, you know he's pretty good, crafty, uh, swifty, and he's pretty strong. So wait, was he called Mighty Mouse or something like that, or was that somebody else? I think that was him. Who's that? 
but uh, Doug Martin, his nick they nicknamed him Mighty Mouse or something. Oh, it's something like that. Yeah. Something he he got into with Tampa Bay when he was doing well when Jaquiz right. Rogers was out, but hey, he still trained. Nah, <laughs> cause hey, you got to factor him in too. But uh, yeah, so with, I, I will pick him up just to hold him to see if he does well because just once they listen to me, world. I'm not saying Marshawn Lynch is bad, but Marshawn Lynch did what he did because of the touches that they were given to him. At the end of the day, if your team is bad, you have to throw the ball and win the game. You want to get touches in the beginning unless the game is close, unless you're right. breaking, uh, breaking big tackles for yards. That's not happening in Oakland. It's not. I understand you want to have a number one draft pick, a number one running back on your team, but right now they're number one running backs. Marshawn Lynch is hurt, so you have nothing to know about that. The next guy up is Doug Martin. But if you want to get real with it, Doug Mart is their second running back who came up and doing their thing, but they also looking at their third string running back. I got I don't have the name off the top. They're looking at third string running back. So if Doug Mart don't do well, they gonna kick his ass to the bench. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's why I personally will just hold him for the week and see what happens. Yeah, Jalen Richard, Jalen Richard, or Richard, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, that's the Richard, Richard. Right, with the third string running back that's coming up. So if Doug Mart doesn't do well, it can be a running back by committee. I hear what they're doing in Indianapolis. If you got a good game, you go play. If not, you can sit your ass on the bench. Do you really want to waste the pick and hope that the guy that you pick up is going to do well? No, follow Hey, I'm the guy that was last place. I'm in the playoff one round. <laughs> Listen to me. Now, one, you know, me, I'm one. I'm a high risk taker. So, you know, I would actually, if anyone on the team, I would play Doug Martin because, you know, I like I like his story. You know, he's trying to prove the haters wrong. He's trying to work hard. So, you know, the first chance he gets, he's going to try and do his thing. But I would not think, you know, I wouldn't – I would say I would flex him with high expectations just because of that. With uh, Derek Carr, you know, I'm not convinced in, you know, he's – you know, in his ability, he's not looking like the car of uh, before. He's looking like the car of time lost. He looks like so. old-ass car. That's what he looks like, <laughs> old-ass car. From Pick Pick Boom type of thing. For real, so and I think this game is gonna get out of hand pretty quickly because Andrew Luck is gonna throw it down their face. So start Andrew Luck, start Marlon Mack, and uh, you got to start T. Y. Hilton and start Ebron. You know, I don't think because uh, Hilton's back and they've actually found a running game that you know uh, Luck is gonna stop throwing the ball to Ebron. And of course, I'm always go with the Graham fam. You know, use him Chester Rogers for uh, flex consideration. So. Next game we have is San Francisco at Arizona Cardinals. On the 49ers side, we have CJ. We just got, we just going to call him CJ because I still, Bathard, that's his name. Ha! No, I, I call got him it. Jay, my name is CJ. <laughs> <laughs> CJ. And uh, Matt Breida. This is the guy who's been uh, killing the waiver wires, Raheem. They got more Raheems and, you know, all these other names than anything I've been reading. Uh, most Mo, mustard. I don't know the name. We we'll call him Raheem Mustard until I figure out his real name. Alfred Morris. Raheem, no devote. <laughs> we got Pierre Gosson and uh, Marquise Goodwin, George Kittle, and on the Cardinals side we have Josh Rosen, David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk. And Ricky Seals Jones. So he's gonna start sitting flexing this game. So for uh, for the San Francisco side, I, I, I believe in uh, TJ. I believe he throws that ball. He does his thing. Now, mind you, this is a a terrible NFC West shootout, which I believe it won't be. 
I would start Bathard, but I also start George Kittle. And actually, I think uh, Goodwin is coming back into form. I was a big Goodwin fan. I drafted him. I think he was going to be the same with Garoppolo. I was wrong. Garoppolo got hurt. But I think he's coming into form with uh, C.J. Bethard. So I'm going to start Kittle, Goodwin. Now, another one of these injury waiver wire looks in the morning. I'm the Matt Brady owner. I, I am actually leaning on him to do some things this week. But if you know anything about him, you follow him. He's hurt right now. He's hurt badly. So mm-hmm. you need to make sure that he's playing in the morning. I wouldn't even play him. Now, I have to play him because I have nobody else. But if you have options, I will actually go with uh, Raheem No-Devote. He was on the last <laughs> week. I've never been If you check the records, I've never been on Alfred Morris' train. He's a uh, Dallas Cowboy fan, former player, and he actually didn't do nothing in Dallas. So I don't believe he's going to do nothing anywhere else. I want to start him regardless. I will not start Alfred Morris anything. So if you will start Raheem, start Raheem No-Devote. I think he's going to do his thing. If Brady is not there, Brady was trying to play last week, but he couldn't do the things that he needed to, plus he got hurt. So make sure that you watch out for that. That's going to be something big. That's going to be a big part of the game tomorrow in terms of the San Francisco's running game. Now for Arizona, damn, can I thank anybody from Arizona? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Arizona, they got blew out at home last Thursday night by Denver. Uh, I'm not starting Josh Rosen. I don't know what they see in him. I don't think he's a bed of roses or anything. I'm not starting him. Uh start David Johnson. I believe David Johnson still will do his thing. He will be getting the carries, you know, to help out your rookie running your rookie quarterback. You have your running back one above. Uh the only person I would start if I had to for Arizona would be Christian Kirk. Good like uh Larry Fitzgerald's coming into form as being a Hall of Fame receiver that he is, but at the end of the day he's still playing with the rookie uh quarterback. Christian Kurtz is coming up and getting at the form with uh, Josh Rosen. So, if anybody gets flex consideration to uh, Christian Kurt, possibly Larry Fitzgerald, Mustard, Josh. All right. So, I think this side, the table's going to turn. You know, I mean, it's going to tilt towards, and he's going to tilt towards San Francisco 49ers because I think they're the better team. So, they're going to have the ball. The time of possession is going to be in their favor. You know, the turnovers are going to be in their favor because they got Josh Rosen throwing the ball on the other side. So with that factor right there, I would sit all of the Arizona Cardinal players at most, you know, because David Johnson is a number one uh, first rounder. He's a stud running back. You can't sit him comfortably. So, you know, I would give him flex and, uh, you know, limit my expectations if I have to start him. Now on the Niners side, I think I will start CJ. You know, if mama named him CJ, I'm going to call him CJ. So uh, start him only because he, they're going to keep the ball. They're going to stay on the field long. The time of possession is just going to be crazy. So with that being said, they're going to run the ball. You know, with even if Breida starts, you know, like you mentioned, little Jimmy, he's not able to make the move that he needs to be to be that, you know, to get the touches and do a, the, to be the ball carrier. So I think – Raheem No DeVoe will be that guy, you know, and if you didn't cuff him, hey, shame on you because I got him. But uh, Alfred Morris, he's a loser. He was a loser over there. He'll be a loser over here. So I wouldn't even start him. Pay attention to what Denver did versus Arizona last week. Denver had an interception return for a touchdown. Their receiver passed one to another receiver. (laughs) They had another interception for a touchdown. Their quarterback actually passed one last week. Well, uh, the running back, two of the running backs ran up, two different running backs ran for a touchdown and had one field goal kick. They put up 45 points with Arizona. 
look for San Francisco to do the same thing. Maybe one their receiver won't be throwing to another receiver, but at right. the end of the day, you know, forty five is forty five regardless of how you get it. Exactly, and they, got, and they got exposed last week. So, you know, of course, Goodwin, Marquise Goodwin, he's a da- uh, Dallas local favorite. You know, flex him. Garcon, sit him if he's not in a sauce. You don't start him at all. So, sit Garcon, Kittle, that's the favorite receiver of uh, of CJ. So, you got to start him. So, next game we got Green Bay Packers at Los Angeles Rams. And, man, at, at the workplace, I was uh, asked about my, you know, my opinion on which quarterback to start. And it, one of them was, uh, you know, Jared Goff going up against Green Bay. So definitely shout out to that coach. And, uh, you know, we're going to see who's going to start sitting flexing this one. So on the Packers side, we have Aaron Rodgers. They got two Aaron. That's what threw me off. Aaron Rodgers. They got Eric Jones. They got Jamal Williams, Devontae Adams, Geronimo Allison. What kind of name is that? Uh, Randall Cobb, Jimmy Graham. And on the Rams side, they got Jared Goff, Ty Gurley, and no Cooper Cup, which is killing me, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, and I'm going to throw Josh Reynolds in there. So he's going to start sitting flexing this game. So I want everybody to realize one thing. When uh, when the Rams have been at home and they only played three home games this year, they own, they're giving up six quarter, six touchdowns and one interception to uh to the various opposing quarterbacks. And the quarterback that threw the interception was Sam Bradford. So I believe that this is going to be another shootout. Any game in the, the uh, Oakland College, oh, I'm sorry, the L.A. College team is going to be a shootout. I'm not exactly saying Green Bay is going to win, although Aaron Rodgers is undefeated versus the Rams in his career. Wow. Let's look for Aaron to have a big game. You know, you got to do your homework on these things, man. <laughs> Just look for Aaron Rodgers to have a big game. I think Aaron Rodgers will come out and be his thing. Randall Cobb is coming back. Geronimo Allison is coming back. I look for them to have big games along with Devontae Adams. Once again, who's running that ball for Green Bay? You know? Do I know? Anybody know? <laughs> I Green Bay know? <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to need no running back for Green Bay. I'm going to say Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams, and Geronimo Allison is going to have a big game. Maybe Jimmy Graham had a touchdown this week. Maybe. All these flex considerations for Jimmy Graham. You know, he's not with Drew Brees, or he's not going to do the things that he needs to do. For the Rams side, Jared Goff must start. As always, along with Todd Gurley, must start. Uh, as always, the uh, Cooper Cup. I know he's been battling injuries this week. Uh, he's been battling, I'm sorry, for the last few weeks. I'm going to start him yeah. also. Look for Brandon Cook to have a big game, too. Because right. if you go back to the game, the Thursday night game for the Rams versus Minnesota Vikings, the Rams, Dario Assault, they were pretty good. They were pretty decent. If I can get my stats corrected, I'm trying to remember. 38-31 on the Thursday night, the Rams themselves, Jared Goff put up 465 yards, five touchdowns. Cooper Cup led that way with 167 yards, but Brandon Cook was next to 116. So I'm going to say Coop and Robert Woods all must start. You got the Rams, you got the, the Green Bay Packers, you start everybody and then some there. Only running back you start this game is on the Rams' side. All receivers, one running back. Both quarterbacks. Hmm. All right. Do so right. not so, start Everett. Do not start Everett. Everybody's going to look at Everett to be started. Do not start Everett. I don't believe Everett's going to do the things he needs to do. So don't look for him to do things for you either. Just like that. So this game here is going to be a battle of quarterbacks. Bar none. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to try and discount double check up and down the field. So, and Jared Goff going to try and show him that he's the next truth or he is the truth and the answer. So I think it's going to be a big game for both of those quarterbacks. And with that said, you know, 
Aaron Rodgers getting all his arsenals back, so he's going to feel comfortable being in that in the uh, in the cockpit again. So on the Packers side, you start Aaron Rodgers. You drop any of their uh, running backs, so they're garbage. Now on the receiver side, Devontae Adams a must start. Geronimo Allison is a flex because Randall Cobb is expected to come back, so I think you know they're going to rekindle that flame. And Jimmy Graham, I'm gonna start him just because it's a battle of the quarterback. And on the Rams side, Ty Gurley beat me too many times for me to be like, eh, you can't start this guy. You start this guy. Sure enough, the sun sets and it comes up the next day. That fool will score points. I don't know what's going on. So you definitely start Ty Gurley. You start Jared Goff. And with Cooper Cup out, I mean, he's doubtful. So if he plays, you definitely got to start Cooper Cup. But I haven't been a fan of anyone else after that. But Brandon Cooks, only because he's pot committed, you know, the team is, uh, they, they broke the bank with his contract. So start Brandon Cooks. And Robert Woods, I'll give him a flex just because, just because he's Robert Woods. But if you got him, start him. So on that, that game, we lead to the game, my game of the week, New Orleans Saints. And shout out to you, Chris D, uh, Chris, I can't get that. I'm going to just call you Chris Castle. Chris Castillo, <laughs> he's the uh, host of our Wednesday indie wrestling show. So we got uh, New Orleans Saints at Minnesota Vikings. This game is going to be a nail-biter. So we got Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, Michael Thomas, Trey Trey, or Trey Quan Smith, Benjamin Watson. And on the Vikings side, we have Kirk Cousins, Latavius Murray, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, and Kyle Rudolph. So who's going to start sitting flexing this game? A.K.A. shootout. Let's make it work, I think. Ow, uh, ow, ow. Uh, Saints, Saints defense is coming into their own. Doesn't mean that Kirk Cousins won't get the yards. I'm going to start Kirk Cousins. I'm going to start Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray, uh, throw that rock. Bit of advice. Anybody who has Delvin Cook, let him go now. Buy high, sell low. Man, tell him, trade him, whatever. If you got one of them leagues where you're trying to get the badges, get the trade badge on. Delvin Cook, if you got him on your team and you still have him, you're not a good fantasy owner. This young man is not going to come back into form this year. I'm not saying he's not going to come back. But in terms of fantasy football relevance, he's not going to do nothing for you. Let him go. Uh, must start. Alvin Thielen, man, catch 100 yards game. It won't stop this week. I'm not saying the Saints defense is going to do things. But they're going to give up at least 100 to him. That man has been finding a way to get 100 yards every week. Damn good receiver, very undervalued. Uh, Stephon Diggs, he gets rushes every week. He gets that ball through the air every week. Start him. I will give uh, Kyle Rudolph, I will give him a look also. that he's going to do his thing as always. It's, you know, he's scary, dude. Scary. Say, hmm. <laughs> is this the show I'm paying for him? Drew Brees must start every week. Alvin Kamara must start every week. Uh, and this is back. Mark Ingram's been back what two games now? Doesn't mm-hmm. have it yet, but he he has had he has had the amount of carries. But you know he's he's not doing the things that we need him to do yet, and I don't believe he's going to do it this week either. Look for Mark Ingram. You know he only has twenty eight yards. I'm sorry, yeah, though twenty eight rushes for only eighty five yards. Man, that's three three yards of carry. Forgot my my map corrected. 
defense over there with Everson Griffin coming back, I do not believe Mark Ingram. He might find pay dirt, but he won't get 100 yards this week, so I will give him only inspiration. If you can get rid of him, get rid of him and do the things that you need to do. I will also start for this week Michael Thomas, but I'll also look for Traquan Smith to get some kind of consideration, being that we have our deep threat on IR to again. So, Start everybody, and I also give a flex consideration to Ben Watson. Ben Watson's coming to his own with not either at least 80 yards receiving, but at least a touchdown every week. So you need a tight end. Look for Ben Watson. Hmm. Right. All right. Now I'm gonna start with you on the, on the same side again too. So you definitely got to start Drew Brees. Alvin Kamara is planted in the in the uh, offensive scheme, so you know you got to start him. And you know you might wanna if you're gonna start Mark Ingram, definitely want to limit your expectations. <laughs> Look at my ratchet dog. I don't know what's going on. She heard something that set her off. <laughs> so was, uh, if you go to the Elks, Chris, Chris, is he hitting me up about some uh, wrestling stuff? But if you want to go ahead on, uh, you know, if you got Mark Ingram, you got to flex Mark Ingram. And you're going to do Michael Smith. Uh, I mean, Michael Smith, Michael Thomas. I got him in the league, and I'm on a rail. Should I actually go ahead and sit him for a sleeper, you know, that I have in another game. But I will limit my expectations on uh, Michael Thomas this week only because he's going up against a stout uh, Minnesota Vikings. Traquan Smith, flex him. Benjamin Watson, start him because they're going to be without Xavier Rhodes. So that leaves the suspects, you know, uh, at least the potential for Benjamin Watson to actually get open this week. So on the Vikings side, I am a Kirk Cousins owner. So I'm gonna start him, and Latavius Murray. Whew, he's been hot as of late, but I'll actually sit him only because the New Orleans Saints defense has yet to allow a, a, a running back to get to 100 yards. So I don't think that you know he's going to actually be able to beat. Y'all listen to that stat. Make sure y'all realize what that man just said. The Saints have not allowed a 100-yard rusher so far this year. Big stat. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> So that's what's going to make you uh, limit that. So I'll sit him, and if you got, if you don't have any other choice, at least flex him. So Alan Thielen, dude's a stud. Start him. Stephon Diggs, as you know, it's like a seesaw. One goes up, one goes down. With Alan Thielen playing at such a high level, you know, causes Stephon Diggs uh, to, you know, his production to go down. But he's still a must start. I would actually, you know, must start him with flex consideration only because. Adam Thielen's been going off. So, but I think that's going to be a high-scoring game, so the uh, opportunities are actually going to be there. And that was our Sunday night game. And the last game for Monday night, man, this is, uh, this is actually going to be a hard game for me to actually pick who's going to win because as bad as the one team is, is they play the other team that much better. So we got New England Patriots at Buffalo Bills. So, don't know how the weather is going to be because that should always be a factor out there. But in, on the Patriots side, we have Tom Brady, James White. Who is I can't even pronounce this guy's name. Ken John Barner. I'm telling you, these parents and these names, like, hey. Oh, anyway, in my days, you had a book of names. You go from out the book of names. I don't never heard. I never heard of Ken John, but. Well, that's like Kim. No, that's Kim Jong Un. But I didn't went off on a tangent. So we got Ken Jong Un. 
Barner, whatever his name is, Julian Edelman, Josh Gordon, Chris Hogan, Rob Gronkowski. And on the Bills side, we have Derek Anderson, LaShawn McCoy, Chris Ivory, Kelvin Benjamin, Zay Jones, and that tight end, Charles Clay. So he's going to start sitting flexing this game. A little Tom Brady for sure, as always. Look, uh, yeah, give it, it's going to be a hard-fought game. I think, believe so. I believe that the Patriots are still going to take this. I believe you, uh, what you spoke of was true. You have to take weather into consideration. It is Buffalo. Buffalo, New York. You know how it is. It snows up there. You know, Rough up. It's cold up there. Stuff like that. You have to take all that stuff into consideration. But at the end of the day, it's still the Patriots. Patriots do their thing. You know, Patriots are the Patriots. <laughs> Simple. Right. So, but make sure you look into to find out what's going on with Gronk. Gronk didn't play last week, but I believe he's going to play this week, being that he got extended rest as a Monday night game. So if he is mm-hmm. playing, I will take him. We will take uh, – I'm looking at Chris Hogan. I think Chris Hogan's going to have a big game. Josh Gordon may catch one or two deep passes. So look forward to that. So we got James White, Tom Brady, uh, Gronkowski, if he is uh, playing, along with Chris Hogan and first considerations for Josh Gordon on the Buffalo Bills side. They had a scary head injury for – Sean McCoy last week. I'm not exactly sure if he's going to be uh, playing this week or not. If he's playing, I will start him because it's still Sean McCoy. I think he's going to help out Derek Anderson in the passing game. But uh, sleeper, here we go, everybody. I want y'all to make sure. Kelvin Benjamin, the thing that they have been doing against the New England Patriots this year, people are looking at their, uh, hey, they might not make it because at the end of the day, yes, you did beat Kansas City. I think Kansas City only lost that game because they allowed themselves to quit this score quickly and let Tom Bridge have the ball left. So, look for Kelvin Benjamin have a big game. Surprisingly, a flex consideration in this game will be Charles Clay. Charles Clay is a tight end. Tight ends have been doing very well versus the uh, Patriots this year, i.e. Trey Burton last week. So, we're going to look at consideration for Deshaun McCoy if he's playing. We got Kelvin Benjamin as a must start and a flex consideration for Charles Clay on the Buffalo side. Hmm. I'm going to take a sleep of this game. I picked them up. New England Patriots defense. They played style last week, and they're going to play like a top one this week against the Buffalo Bills because they look horrible. So, Derek Anderson sit him. LaShawn McCoy, you know, it's hard to sit him because of LaShawn McCoy, but a lot of people been picking up Chris Ivory on the waiver wire because, you know, they've seen – they're seeing the inability for LaShawn McCoy to be LaShawn McCoy on this poor Buffalo Bills team. So, I don't see anyone actually play. If, if most, I'll say Charles Clay and Calvin Benjamin. I don't know. But I'll flex him. But I really don't see anyone I can play off the Buffalo Bills side with confidence. So, on the New England Patriots side, I like that sleeper you said with Chris Hogan. Because I started to pick him up because I think, you know, I'm starting to see an uptick in his targets, in his catches, and, uh, you know, that whole jo- uh, Josh Gord thing is dying down. So, Tom Brady's a must-start. Definitely want to start James uh, James White. Um, Josh Gord flex him. If Rob Gronkowski plays, got to start Rob. You got to start. Got to do the Gronk spot. You got to start Rob Gronkowski. Uh, and the, so, another thing, two people have realized that Tom Brady loves the check down. He's never been the one to go deep unless you got separation, i.e. Mandy Moss. Maybe so Brandon Cooks, but Brandon Cooks really didn't have a flourish for a career in New England like, you know, uh, we have Randy Moss doing it. And we know Josh Gordon is not the one of them. Yes, he got some uh, big play ability, but what has he done for me lately? Nothing. So 
Look at that. That Chris Hogan, you know, that's going to be a big one for this game. All right, look, we're about to take this quick break, and we're going to wrap the show up. Uh, hey, why don't you get us out of here while we live? We say we ain't going back to, back and forth with these, over these niggas. <laughs>